Before we get into the episode, if you guys can please smash that like button and subscribe to Best Candy Ever's channel, as well as rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, that would be greatly appreciated and would really help support me and Best Candy Ever. Thank you so much, guys. So I've camped at Electric Forest and I've camped at Base Canyon. Um, Base Canyon, it was like a last minute thing because... um, my boyfriend ended up playing at one of the stages or something. I can't remember. Like that dome looking thing. I don't know. Shout but, out to um, Casey Jones. <laughs> so like it was super last minute and we were very unprepared. But luckily, like our friends, like they had like a spot for us because they were working the events as well, kind of ish. So like it wasn't bad, but we didn't get to shower all weekend. <laughs> what? what is up candy fam welcome to this very very special episode of best candy ever today i have a longtime friend of the podcast as well as ex-coworker as well as fellow local rave girl here with me today Um, She is super sweet and is someone that I've known for years, who I've seen at shows here periodically, who I've hung out with at shows, who I've even ran into several music festivals. So without further ado, please welcome my good friend, Priscilla, aka Priscilla Kiss. Hello. (laughs) Girl, oh my gosh, what's up? I haven't seen you in like forever. I can't even remember the last time I saw you. I know. I think last time was like when we went out to dinner, I think. And I don't even remember if that was during COVID or even if that was pre-COVID because that was freaking forever ago. How have you been? I've been good. How about you? Honestly, same old shit so far. Nothing's really changed besides uh, me having a podcast. (laughs) It's so cool. Yeah, I think it's really awesome, too, because I get to connect with people that I haven't really seen. I feel like I haven't seen a lot of my friends, um, you know, especially you during um, the pandemic. I feel like we're all trying to stay super safe here, even though we live in the same city. I know. (laughs) I haven't really gone out or anything. Um, Like, I haven't even done, like, the drive-in raves or any of the, like, local shows yet. Because we're still like, oh, like, we'll just wait. For sure. I haven't gone to a drive-in rave either. Is that something that you would still like to do if you had the opportunity? Yeah, I actually want to start like going out more like so because I want to get the shot. So like after I get the shot, I think is when I'll start to like go out because I haven't really like seen any of my friends or anything I don't really go to bars still. Like I went out this past weekend, but that was like the first time in a long, long time. Where'd you go? We went to Area 15. Oh my God. I've been wanting to go there for the freaking longest time, especially now that they have Meow Wolf. Is that what you went and saw? Yeah, we saw Omega Mart. Oh my God. Tell me, how was that? How was that experience? I've only seen all these videos and I've heard like you can do these secret things where you ask for like an employee card. Yeah, it's super cool. So actually, okay. So like when you first go in, like honestly, seeing all those people, it reminded me of like a rave. I was like, what is happening? Because there was like so many like kids that like we're like ready to party and like we're there like for the art so it just kind of reminded me of like electric forest vibes like where you know how like it gives you like you know how like when you walk through the forest they have like artists that are showcasing their art and stuff so that's kind of what it felt like when you go in there because like everything is like an art exhibit oh my gosh that sounds super magical I can't believe that it even reminded you of forest. So for those, I know. That, yeah, uh, it almost sounds unreal because only certain things can remind me of forest, like forest itself. So I'm yeah. super excited because you've been to forest and know what the vibes are like. So that makes me really happy. <laughs> yeah, it was so cool. But yeah, you're right though. They do have like little missions or whatever that you can do, like mysteries. 
um, that you can kind of catch on to. And it's very hands-on. Um, I mean, but it was very packed. So I was a little like claustrophobic and I was a little paranoid, but I mean, there's like hand sanitizer everywhere. So I was like, okay, like it's not bad if everyone's like being safe. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's good to know that they are taking precautions. That's kind of why I've hesitated to go because I, I've heard that they, well, first of all, they're super popular. And also uh, people have just been flooding to area 15, I think, because of Vegas slowly kind of starting to open. But also since Meow Wolf is there now, I think that a lot of people are just like, okay, we got to go now. And I, at first I thought it was going to be like temporary, like a limited edition type thing, but I heard that it's going to be permanent. Yeah, I I think they're going to add more exhibits as well. Um, so I think they're going to change like the exhibit, the exhibit. So I don't know, I guess we'll see, but I, I want to go back. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. I, gosh, I really want to go for, for those that don't know what like area 15 or meow wolf is, can you kind of explain since you've been there and I haven't? Well, so the Omega Mart is like kind of like a convenience store and like you can actually shop in there, <laughs> which is so funny. <laughs> so like you have like your little basket and then you can like pick up like a bag of chips or like a bag of cereal. It's so funny. And then they have like shampoo and conditioner. So it feels like you're in a store, but it's like kind of trippy. And then like you'll open like the fridge and it takes you into like a different dimension. It's so cool. <laughs> but it's basically like like interactive art. I like that interactive art. That makes sense because I I've I've seen the the fridge opening and people walking in, but the other one that I've seen, I'm not sure where it's at. I want to say it's like New Mexico. I could be wrong, where it's like a washing machine or a dryer and people hop in and kind of slide down. Oh, there is something similar. Um but it, it's more like a portal. Like it, it like looks like you're going into like a black hole, like you're sliding through like a black hole. <laughs> oh, wow. How long did it take to finish the whole art installation? So I think we were there for like two, two and a half hours, but it, we could have honestly stayed longer because there was so much to see. Okay. Wow. So this is, do you think this is some place that you could go for like all night, like kind of spend like four or five hours there? Would you say that you would just limit it to two or three hours? I would say maybe like four hours. Like for sure, it's like an all day type of thing is what it feels like. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Do they play any EDM there? So they do. And it's more like, it's like chill or very like, like it's random, like they'll have like techno playing in certain areas and then they'll have more like chill EDM playing in certain areas. And it just feels like it's like magical. Like it's the music changes, like the vibe of the room. So it's really cool. Totally. I agree with that. I was hoping that you would say some dubstep because I was like, oh my gosh, that would <laughs> make it so uh, like super upbeat and like hype you up. And yeah, uh, I say that because at Universal Studios for Fright Night, have you been by the way? I haven't been for Fright Night. Oh, okay. Uh, basically they have a whole bunch of haunted houses and mazes, um, Universal. And this was at Universal Studios Hollywood. And I went like two years ago and it was so cool because it was like at nighttime. And I remember one of them, I want to say it was like the werewolf um, like meets Frankenstein, something like that. Um, you walk into this one room and there's a whole bunch of like these coffins that are like standing up and all, all you hear is like this insane dubstep. And <laughs> like, I just remember, um, like my boyfriend and I were just in, like, we were like, what the fuck? Like, this is awesome. It sounded like, like super old, but heavy dubstep. And then Justin later looked it up and it was figure and it was from his, um, what is it called? Terror vision. Okay. That, yeah. Basically it was, was one of his super, um, heavy sets and figure is like known for having really like scary, almost violent, like 
visuals. So I was like, this is perfect. Yes. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, okay. I want to go, I want to go even more now. I mean, when I found out about area 15, I was like, okay, this is cool because it's a whole bunch of like installations from Burning Man. And I saw a whole bunch of like TikToks and stuff of people zip lining and like it, it just looked like a really, really cool fun house almost. Yeah, it is. It's super cool. They also have like rollerblading or roller skating in the back. Um, what? And they have like this big like stage. They're they're playing like tech house in the back. So it's like super cool because it's like groovy. <laughs> oh, that is cool. Oh, I really hope that eventually when stuff opens up, this will be like a new venue where artists can play. Oh, yeah, I definitely see I definitely see it as like a future venue. And I know that they are building to it. Like they're supposed to build like a music area to it. Like it's kind of across the way. So I'm excited for that because I feel like that would be such like, that would fit the vibe of that place. Like they do have a DJ at the bar, um, but he's playing like tech house or techno, like, you know, something to like, you know, keep everyone like chill and like groovy. Mm -hmm. So it's cool because it puts a vibe to the place. Right. And it, I, I'm so happy because it's like the vibe is definitely EDM, I think. I don't yeah. see any other music really being played there just because of our installations and the way it looks. So that's cool. Yeah. And it was cool because I saw like a lot of girls wearing rhinestones on their face. And I was like, Shut I up. feel like I'm at a festival. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. That makes me really happy because that's like a definitive part. I don't know anyone else that really wears rhinestones on their faces unless it's like a cosplay or a themed costume or something. Yeah, no, there was a lot of girls wearing glitter, like, you know, like right here and like the rhinestones. And I was like, dang, I should have worn mine. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's like, how would you know? Okay, that's really good to know. I didn't know that girls actually kind of like dress up for it. That's like the closest thing to a festival right now, I guess. Yeah, it is. It's that's what it feels like. <laughs> oh, that is so cool. Well, speaking of festivals, are you planning on going to um any festivals this year or do you have like tickets from last year that you kept and are like trying to roll over? Um so we kept the Lost Land one. Um we are now doing EDC or Life is Beautiful. Um, but we are thinking about doing Los Angeles just because like by that time, like we'll be fully like vaccinated and we'll be like prepared and like, we'll know what to expect. So, um, but yeah, he, like my boyfriend had to buy me my ticket for Los Lands, um, because I got a refund on it last time. So I had to like re get it, but it's okay. Cause he had already kept his, but oh, yeah, shoot. we're planning on, I know we're planning on doing that though. So I'm excited. Yeah. What level or what tier did you end up getting the ticket at? Because I remember the day uh, the tickets went on sale, I was looking and shit sold out so quick because I was looking at VIP and that was already gone. I don't even know what tier that he got it at, but I we got VIP and it was like $600. <laughs> I was oh, like, shoot. oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Well, that's worth it though. I mean, it's better than a that price is better than like an EDC VIP ticket, which would be like $200 more. Yeah. Oh, for sure. (laughs) But yeah, I don't think I'm going to do EDC. Are you going to do anything? Yeah. Well, I, I kept my EDC ticket. I still have that. Um, Everything else is kind of up in the air because I never went through with buying a Lost Lands ticket. I was going to, but then COVID what happened in March, it happened so quick and everything was kind of starting to go downhill from there. Cause I remember I had tickets for beyond and I got a refund for that. And I was just so worried about all those other things. I didn't really buy any other tickets. Oh, I lied. I do have my electric forest ticket that I bought in December of 2019. So that I am praying is going to happen. (laughs) Yes, I want to go to Electric Forest so bad. I just haven't like looked in, look into it like lately, but I think like in the future, I am definitely going again. Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite festivals. I feel like it's, Justin and I were talking about it, out of all the festivals, 
that one is our, our, we have to go festival. Like that's on the list. EDC, like since we've lived here and it'll, this year will be my freaking 10th EDC. I don't want to say that I'm over it, but I feel like I've gone to it so many times that I kind of know what to expect and almost want to not broaden my horizons, but I feel like I'm ready to explore other festivals, uh, specifically Burning Man. I've been wanting to go to Burning Man for so long, especially after like the pandemic and just reading up on it and listening to, there's like this Burning Man podcast that I listen to. So I've kind of been obsessed. Oh, yeah. That's also like on my bucket list. I have to go to that one day. <laughs> okay. Remember that you said that because I'm going to remember that you said that because if I end up like coming up with a way to go and RV, you and Casey are definitely invited. Yes, <laughs> we will definitely go. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. And especially after they put Area 15 here, I was like, oh, okay, this is like a sign. And I don't know, after reading up on it, I've read so many things that the vibes are totally like forest. So that's like what kind of like sparked my interest. And I don't know, I feel like it's super like spiritual and all about like being connected. And I don't know, I just feel like that's like going to be a different experience compared to any other festival. Yeah, I agree. Um, would you say that like, well, I don't know. Do you think, do you think festivals are going to be happening like 100% if, cause you sound super confident about Lost Lands. <laughs> well, I'm confident that I am going, but I am not confident that it's going to happen. Like, you know, like I'm confident in myself that I'm down to go because I like I've been like so paranoid and stuff about like the whole like you know COVID stuff but I am not confident that it's gonna happen like 100% like I just feel like they're still gonna like push it back um like a part of me of course wants it to happen and I'm ready for it to happen but like I'm still like there well there's that doubt like because we just don't know like what's gonna happen like things are like changing like one day to the other so I don't know. I guess we will see. Um, I mean, I hope if they do have it, they have like, you know, safety measures and like everyone feels safe and everything is clean. Cause I know like festivals are like really dirty. <laughs> like it's a really dirty, like even the flight going to a festival is like dirty. And it's just like, I just feel like it's going to be a hot mess. <laughs> you know, I don't think that you're, completely wrong I think there is some truth to what you just said because I remember our flight from Lost Lands uh sorry to the person that was sitting next to me and Justin but I remember there was this super nice Wookiee guy and the whole time home he was just sniffling like and there is like this girl behind us who was just coughing the whole flight. And Justin and I were just looking at each other because we knew it was the look flu because yes. it wasn't like, it wasn't just like one or, or those two people on the flight. It was like a whole bunch of people. There were people like with hacking coughs. And I just remember Justin like kind of like putting his hoodie on, trying to like stay away from the guy. And <laughs> it's, it's so different because I mean, if you think about it, there isn't really running water at like a camping festival. So, I mean, people aren't really going to be able to wash their hands unless they go to the bathroom. And even then it's like, I feel like everyone is solely using hand wipes and hand sanitizer. I mean, I can't speak to that 100% because I haven't camped yet, although I am willing to now, but, um, Mm -hmm. oh, you've camped, right? Didn't you went to base Canyon? Well, you tell us yes. about that. <laughs> I've, so I've camped at Electric Forest and I've camped at Base Canyon. Um, Base Canyon, it was like a last minute thing because um, my boyfriend ended up playing at one of the stages or something. I can't remember. Like that dome looking thing. I don't know. Shout but, out to um, Casey Jones. <laughs> so like it was super last minute and we were very unprepared, but luckily like our friends like they had like a spot for us because they were working the events as well kind of ish so like 
It wasn't bad, but we didn't get to shower all weekend. <laughs> what? Yeah, Wait. we didn't get to shower. <laughs> Wait, okay, so why is that? So, like, you have to get up really early. Okay, so it's hot, first of all. Like, literally, the sun will wake you up at, like, 8 a.m. And, like, you're already sweating when you wake up. So it's hot. And, like, the first thing I do is, like, rip the tent open and, like, get out of the tent. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, just try to get some fresh air. And then... Like, once we try to, like, go get food and stuff, like, breakfast, like, we see the long line to take a shower. And it's not even, like, a like a hygienic shower. They're literally, like, dumping water on you type of thing. So, it's just kind of like, um. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. What do you mean they're just dumping water on you? It doesn't come out out of, like, a shower head? Or is it? So, they do have, like, the section for that. And it feels almost like a communal shower type of thing. So they do have that. Um, and then they'll, I don't know if this is a thing that they do or a thing that ravers do, but like people will get water and just dump, like help each other dump it on each other's heads. <laughs> and really, I yeah, I actually had to do that at Electric Forest. Like I went to go get the running water, like to wash your hands. I like was dumping it on my body because I like, didn't have any other way to make it to like the communal because it's a far walk and you're tired and you're hungover like yeah yeah so I can imagine. it is so hard so like yeah baby wipes are your best friend <laughs> oh my god so you just reminded me um of one weekend at forest when we had just gotten there we were staring at an airbnb and we had just parked and we were walking by and there was like a, a water station. And I just remember this guy taking, like putting his hand out like that and getting water and just putting it on himself and like basically taking a shower at the water <laughs> station. And I just remember thinking, okay, this guy doesn't have any shower tokens. Cause from what I've heard that you need like you have to pay to take a shower at Forest and that yeah. you need the, the tokens. So I felt kind of bad because maybe that was why, or I don't know, maybe it was like you said, because of the long lines. So, but when I saw that, I was like, oh my fucking God, I'm never camping. <laughs> and then COVID happened and I had time to think. And now I'm like willing to yeah. camp. Yeah. I mean, I'm very like, I'm very like picky, but like, I, when it comes down to it, like at the end of the day, like I just am there for the experience and like, I literally will just baby wipe myself, rinse my hair out <laughs> and then just go back in like, because that's all I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about like the experience, like I don't even care what my hair looks like anymore. Like the first day of like the festival, like I'll be like, I want my hair and makeup to look bomb. But then like the mm -hmm. next day gets around and you're just like, oh. I just want to party. Like, I just want to go in and party. <laughs> right. Well, for sure. That make that makes absolute sense. Of course, it's definitely, you know, about the music and the festival. But in terms of getting ready, like, do you still go out of your way to, like, put makeup? Because I remember seeing girls get into cars and just do their makeup, like, like with air conditioning on um, in the passenger <laughs> seat, like putting on mascara or a foundation. Yeah, so I did for all like all the days of the festival that I camped, I did do my makeup, but it was horrible <laughs> because like if you're outside, um, I didn't, we didn't have a car, so I couldn't get into the car um, like to do my makeup or anything. So it's just strictly like outside in like a shade. Well, like good thing is that they had like a canopy um, at Base Canyon. So like I had some shade but it was still freaking hot I was still sweating <laughs> like whatever I tried to throw on was kind of melting off but it's like okay by the end of the night it's gonna come off anyway <laughs> yeah that's true dang so did you did you and your group or did you and Casey were you guys just like you guys just have like all your camping gear with you since you didn't have a car I imagine that being super tough oh yeah well same with even when um me and my best friend Kendra when we went to electric forest we also just had our camping gear because we didn't have a car we like shuttled um with like the group of like 
but electric forest people, like all of us took the shuttle bus and the shuttle bus will take you from like a picket point to like the camping site. So like there was no time for us to pick up like a car or anything. And also I don't know how to like get my way around you know, so I'm like, okay, I'm scared if I drive that will I get I'll get lost or something. <laughs> like Dude. you just never know. <laughs> yeah. Driving in Rothbury is a whole different story. Like getting to Electric Forest. Uh, just because I remember um like us trying to go during the daytime, it was it was okay. We left at like four PM to go to the festival, but at nighttime at like six, seven AM trying to go back home, it suck dude because we <laughs> gps completely stopped working like it worked for maybe like 10 minutes and then eventually i was like looking at the my phone while justin was driving and it wasn't even giving us like directions anymore or oh, where no. to turn. yeah and like there i noticed that they don't have like signs like at every crossroads it's for those that don't know rothbury is basically a forest and it's it's like a like almost like country because there aren't lots of stoplights or anything so it's like super easy to get lost and um luckily we like well luckily Justin's really good at navigation and he remembers like where we turned and what scenic routes we've seen I've, I only remember like all the hay bales and like seeing dead deer <laughs> there so luckily we were able to uh get home safely like all the nights but yeah, driving there is is completely different because um, yeah, sometimes your GPS will give out too, and your internet isn't the best. Yeah, I had no signal at Electric Forest, so I would have to like connect to like some stand Wi-Fi. Like I remember, I went to go like buy something. I think I got like crystals or something, and I connected to like their nearby like stand Wi-Fi, and I was like, I need to tell my parents that I'm okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. That is so freaking true. Yeah, I remember for this um, one rib company, like I remember in an email, it said, um, if you don't have internet, just remember to save all your stories. So that way for the takeover that you do, you still have like the content. Because um, yeah, I'm sure that there's been so many horror stories of people like trying to do takeovers for certain brands, whatever. And then they don't have the content where they try to post it, but it doesn't post. And then eventually, you know, it disappears on yeah. Instagram or Snapchat, whatever. Yeah. I've lost <laughs> a lot of videos like that. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, I mean, were they actual videos or were they just videos of sets? Because I feel like videos of sets, are you really going to watch them in the future? Right. Because I've deleted so many off my phone to like save space. Oh yeah, me too. I only kept like the ones where like, I'll be like recording myself <laughs> with my friends or something. I'll keep those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like having fun, super lit. Oh, boo. <laughs> Talking about this makes me reminisce so much because it's been that freaking long. Even all the um, like weird funky stuff like not being able to take a shower or seeing people taking showers at water stations I'm like oh my god yeah it's been so long I know I I miss it I miss that experience it's just it just it really does feel like camping like when you're when you actually go out like with your family or friends or whatever and camp like in the wilderness it does it does feel like that because there's like not that many resources and like food's only open at certain times so it's like okay I have to go like get my food try to get some water <laughs> get myself clean a little bit but yeah. yeah I mean that's what it feels like and it just feels like an all-day thing too like because especially if they go with a group like they want to party so like the moment you wake up like it's party mode <laughs> and it's crazy because some people don't even sleep and I'm just like I don't know how you guys do it but I'm going to sleep <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing that worries me because I like privacy and I like sleep and I'm not one of those people that can just get up and go. You know, I need time to to process yeah. what just happened and to like kind of collect myself. You know, I need I need me time to to basically, you know, get my shit together. So that's like the only thing that I am worried about because even for Lost Lands, I remember we stayed at this Holiday Inn 
that wasn't too far. Um, I think it was like Reynoldsburg or something, but it was filled with freaking everybody who went to Lost Lands. So we're in like a hotel, right? But you can hear music like going off at like 5 a.m. Like people were still partying. And yeah. I just remember thinking, oh my God, I don't know if I could camp if this is this is just a hotel filled with people that have gone to Lost Lands. So yeah, that'll be interesting. But I mean, you know, I can always get earplugs and yeah. I don't know if Los Angeles has like the quiet camping option. They do. Like, oh, they do? Okay. Yeah, they do. I don't think we had, we had like the vendor camping, like where, where we were. Um, and I think if we were to camp again, I think we would definitely stay away from all that because it is like loud. <laughs> like it is very loud. Like there's people who are like partying, like they'll have like their CD days, like, in the middle of like the camping grounds and then they'll just like start throwing down a set and it, it'll be like 7 a.m. and you're just like holy crap like I was just listening to this a couple hours ago yeah <laughs> like, it feels like you didn't rest I can only imagine for vendor camping was that for base canyon or was that for forest so it was for base canyon for forest we literally just got a random spot next to like random people it was whatever we could find um but it wasn't quite camping either like there was still people partying and stuff but it wasn't it wasn't bad um the only bad thing about camping at electric forest was that it rained and it flooded but luckily like me and Kendra didn't flood and we had this tiny tiny tent and we didn't flood but everyone around us flooded (laughs) like everyone was like their tents were ruined and like all their clothes was ruined and what sucked about ours was that like since our tent was so small like our luggage was soaked like it was soaked because it, it, we had to keep it outside <laughs> oh no wait so are you referencing um 2018 electric forest because I was there and there was like this really quick, horrible storm and people like shit flew away. Is that the year that (laughs) that you went to? No, I think I went 2015, I think, or 2016. Okay. It's it's one of those years, but um, yeah, there was a really bad storm overnight, but luckily it was overnight. It just sucked that the next day, everything was muddy. So like my shoes were ruined. So I was walking around with wet shoes and stuff, wet clothes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I heard that usually for forests, there's at least one day where it rains. And I remember in 2018, it was fucking nuts. Like you could see the clouds coming in from super far and the it's so the weather there is so different because here in Vegas, like you don't see the clouds coming in like how you do in the Midwest. So you see the clouds coming in, it like gets cold and dark and really thundery. And yeah. then you just see, um, well, we were already, it, it, we were already in the venue and they made all of us leave because it was like dangerous quote unquote. And this was like at like two or 3 PM. No, wait, it must've been a little later. Cause I don't think they let people until four, but anyways, they basically shoved us out of the venue and we all had to go to the campsite. And then I remember having to help, um, like my boyfriend's cousin who we were with, like pack up all their stuff into the car because it was getting super windy and people's like tents were starting to like kind of fly away. And oh then, my gosh. yeah. And then I remember it started raining. So we were all in the car just like, like drinking. Cause we were like, oh, this sucks. Like we were supposed to be in there like by now. And, um, you know, we're missing out on like fun and here we are together in this car. And then I remember like turning around cause we were towards the back end of the campsite and it was super muddy and this car tried to leave and I got stuck in the mud. Oh no. Yeah. So that was just like, I felt super bad because I remember leaving the campgrounds and that car like was still there oh no the struggle of camping (laughs) you just never know what to expect like you just will never know (laughs) yeah that's why I I don't know I feel like if I do go camping I would at least want an RV yeah that's so 
my next time that I go to Electric Forest, I will definitely be more prepared um, and we will definitely have an RV because I don't think I could make it because, well, like another thing, so like it was so, so hot um, and this was for Electric Forest and my friend Kendra, she actually overheated and she had to like go to the medical tent and it's just me and her. So it like was so scary because like they took us on like one of those like little medical golf carts and like we had to go back there and like in the medical tent, it was, it was a little scary for me because there was like a lot of people who were sick or like weren't feeling well or were overheated. And I was scared because I was like, well, I'm okay. <laughs> like, but I was just so scared um, for everyone in there too. And I was like, oh my goodness. But after that, like Kendra got better um because they put IVs in her and so that was like really cool that they like took care of her and made sure that she was good and then after that they like took us back to our um, campsite but the guy gave us a tour of where the artists stay at so that was so cool he was like telling us like oh the artists are staying here and these little they're like little cabin looking things so that was kind of cool what that's freaking cool that's super cool actually um, I mean, not cool that she overheated, but um, that I know he was able to like kind of give you that information. I imagine that not being really allowed for privacy yeah. reasons. So that was really I nice. know <laughs> what. Uh, yeah, shit like that is definitely scary. I've had an experience like that where someone close to me was super dehydrated and basically was on the verge of passing out. And it's funny that you say that because that was at Electric Forest too. And I remember um, my friend who will remain anonymous just started feeling super like lightheaded and dizzy and out of fucking nowhere. I swear to God, dude, a whole bunch of like rave raver nurses and raver doctors just like came out of the fucking woodworks and were like, what? Like, has he had any water? Like, like, is this person on XYZ? Like what's going on? And it was really cool because there is so much support from like all these strangers. And I remember this really cool, um, like if, if whoever, whoever you are lost connection out there, this like, um, like this nurse, this Asian nurse, and then this like Asian white guy or this, but I can't speak right now. This (laughs) pair of nurses, one was an Asian girl, another was a white guy, came over and literally walked us all the way to the medical tent and to make sure that my friend and I were okay. And that was just super, super sweet. And um, like, I wanted to get their names and stuff. They like, afterwards, they just dropped us off and ran over to back to the, (laughs) um, the stage. But I know what you mean by it being scary because that same day, my friend Victoria and I called Um, a medic for this guy who was like by himself who was like just staring up into the sky and I remember um, my friend and I going over to him and uh, my friend she's a a paramedic and so we just started doing neuro checks on this guy asking him if he was okay trying to get a response from him and he didn't do any of that and so that's why we were like okay we need to get this guy help so (laughs) later when my friend and I were at the medic tent I saw the same fucking guy there who we called the medic oh my gosh yeah and he was restrained so we were like okay that's not a good sign and this was like hours later so he was obviously there for a while and that's what kind of like I don't want to say it ruined the day but it was just an experience because like you said it's you feel bad for the people that are in there and it's kind of scary and you can like hear the music still. And you're just like, this was supposed to be a good time. Yeah. <laughs> well, luckily for, for when that had happened to my friend, um, so it just randomly happened, but I think it's because like our tent got so hot and we were getting ready to go get breakfast and stuff and like go inside the festival after So we had just woke up when she started feeling overheated. So I think it was because we were in the heat for too long. Um, So then we went, when we did go to the medical tent, we went in the, like, it was still morning. So there was people in there who were hungover or like were overheated because it was so hot. Um, I think there was like one person who was like having like seizures or something in there. Um, But yeah, that did like, 
scared me. I was like, oh my gosh, like it's early in the day. And like, this is already like happening. So, but I mean, I'm just like grateful that like festivals are like prepared for stuff like this because I feel like that helps like save lives and then also keeps us like safe. And I don't know, it makes me feel more secure you know, like when I see a medical tent, I'm like, thank you for your service. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. And I feel like what's really cool, too, because it is the rave community, it's super player, everyone has kind of has each other's backs. So I remember when my friend was like, on the verge of passing out, like, I just remember, like, there's a, about four people that came and rushed over and were like, we're medical professionals. And it was really cool to see. And I mean, I work in healthcare too, but it's like completely different when it's someone that you know, and it's like happening to you guys when you guys least expect it. And then you're just like, like expecting, you're not expecting this at all. So it was like, kind of like a state of shock, but eventually I was like, okay, we got to go. And um, like told people to call for help. But I feel like they like festivals have seen this shit too. I'm sure that they've seen like the worst cases as well. So I yeah. feel really nice that they're prepared, but it's going to be really interesting to see how they deal with like COVID because like, or this year in general, like I wonder how they're going to treat people who have like COVID symptoms. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like another thing that I was like going to bring up. I was like going to say, I wonder how it's going to be like, like there's already, there's already like, stuff that happens you know like there's reasons why people go to a medical tent like I went to a medical tent one time because I got a fever and I had to like like they made me still sign everything like they still treated me like a legit patient even though like I had like a like I had like a low-grade fever um but it was just like bothering me so I was like can I just get a Tylenol but they were still they like still took my blood pressure and everything like you know they were still like looking after me over like a low-grade fever so um I wonder how that's going to be like now for people like let's say who start experiencing like fevers, like loss of taste or smell like at a festival. Like I wonder how that's going to go. So yeah, I think that's going to be really interesting to see because basically the way those tents, uh, like the way that they they do things, they're they're kind of like a like a mini urgent care, but I think they're definitely equipped with stuff like. Narcan for sure. Um, in terms of like having COVID symptoms, I feel like what they're gonna do because like at work they we do something very similar is like they're instantly gonna isolate you. They're gonna, um, I'm sure people are gonna have like a 95s, and I think that you're going to be in a tent, um, not necessarily by yourself, but for sure with other people that have the same exact symptoms um, or what they call it like in healthcare is a PUI or person under investigation who isn't like confirmed with COVID. But I think that they're, what what they'll also do, this is again, everybody, this is all like us, like theorizing, like kind of guessing on what's going to (laughs) happen. I think that they're going to have rapid testing there to get like an idea right away because let's say like three people have symptoms, but then only one of them really does and you put them in the same room or tent or whatever the fuck and then like that one person just infected like the other people that didn't really have it so I think yeah they're gonna have something along those guidelines but yeah I feel like for sure that they're definitely gonna be better um and I think I think it's important that they do that especially if you just had a fever because fever can be so like indicative of other types of symptoms too or other like underlying things that you may have but um I don't think I told you did I ever tell you about how I got cellulitis at electric forest oh my gosh I I feel like you did but I can't remember like yeah so long story short um forest there's you know tons of mosquitoes so I remember the first night I got bit by a whole bunch of mosquitoes whatever right and then the next day they're like super itchy well I remember waking up the next morning it was like day two there's this one mosquito bite on my leg and it was like super itchy and super swollen so then I looked at it and it was actually getting bigger 
and there is fluid in it. And it was super swollen and I was touching it and it was really warm and hot. And I kept pressing down on it to see if it had any fluid or like edema. So that way I could like kind of gauge like what the hell was going on, if it was pus or whatever. And I just remember waking up my friend, Timmy, who is a nurse and I made him like, like, look at it. I was like, am I seeing shit? Is this correct? Is this really happening to me right now? And he was like, also we were like still kind of lit. So it was, it, it was just like, are we just seeing things because we're tired and because we're not sober, like what's going on? So then what, um, what we did is I took a pen and I basically traced around the mosquito bite. Cause it was like, when I say mosquito bite, it was maybe, ah, it was about the size of a, like a small donut. So it was oh my gosh. huge. Yeah. So I basically drew a line around it. So that way we could tell if it was continuing to grow and get bigger. And so after that, it was maybe like 30 minutes. Um, like after I did all that, I just remember thinking something's not right. This is not good. Mosquito bites are not supposed to get like this. And I just remember the mosquito bite being really warm. So then 30 minutes later, I convinced my boyfriend to take me to urgent care because I was like, something's not right. And lo and behold, the uh, clinician there told me that I got bit by a mosquito that was infected and I had cellulitis and I had to be put on antibiotics. I know it was so crazy too. Cause she was like, so I recommend that you don't go to the festival because you're going to need to sit down. You're going to need a lot of rest because at that point when I would walk, it would start to hurt because all the fluid was oh, super no. heavy. Yeah. And it was going, um, the fluid was weighing down and going down, you know, cause of gravity. So she was like, I recommend rest. You should elevate. And of course that didn't happen because that was the night bass nectar was playing and I was like, I'm going. So literally every set we would go to, I, um, like, you know, of course I'd walk, but then as soon as we get there, I would sit down and I would put my hydration pack underneath my leg and elevate it. Oh, yeah, it was kind of traumatizing. Thing. Oh my gosh. The things we go through. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, it's like something that you would not expect. So, yeah. And, you know, we had bug spray, but we didn't think it would be anything like that. You know, it's like, what are the odds it would have been an infected mosquito? I know that's so crazy. Um, I always carry, so I don't carry bug spray, but I have like those um, bands that like you can buy those mosquito re repellent bands that you can put on like your hand or like I put it on my ankle cause it irritates my skin a little bit cause it's a little strong. So I'll put it on my ankle um, but I wear it to every single festival because I'm so paranoid of getting like getting that. <laughs> Do those really work? Yeah, you know, I haven't gotten bit by any bugs at any festivals. So <laughs> shut up. Okay. I'm gonna I have know. to look into that because I I thought those didn't work. I was like, that's BS. Oh, I have to have it on every single time. Cause if not, I feel like I'll get bit. <laughs> like there's no way. Like I'll probably get bit. Oh shit. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, so yeah. like sometimes in like my pictures, like you'll see like a band around my ankle. That's my mosquito repellent. <laughs> really? Okay, I would have never known. That's a good idea though. Yes. Yeah, you can't, I feel like for festivals, you can't be too, you can never be too prepared. And I feel like now with everything, like if I were, if I were to go to Burning Man, I would for sure bring a first aid kit. Um, like pain relievers, if possible. Um, j just because like, like you said, like, you'll never, you never know, like what's going to happen. I feel like the majority of people think that at festivals, it's going to be a case of dehydration, or like ODing or something like that. But like, in my case, or even your case a fever, it's like, you really don't know, like what you're going to run into. And even then, you don't know if you'll have the resources at that time. Yeah. So I don't know. It's okay. But yeah, like you said, we'll definitely be vaccinated by then. But it's just going to be interesting to see how everything kind of plays out. Yeah, I know. I'm like curious to see. Um, but yeah, that's why I'm like still 
I guess, afraid to like go to like EDC or like life is beautiful. Cause I feel like it's so soon. Like even, I even think lost plans is pretty soon. Um, but I feel like by the time that happens, I think I will be vaccinated. I'll be prepared. I'll make sure I have everything ready. Like, I think you will. I think you will. Um, When do you think would be a safe or would be like a date that's not too soon to have festivals? Because you mentioned that Lost Lands you think is a little too soon. Would you say that maybe 2022 would be like a better time or do you mean maybe like October or December? Um, yeah, I feel like next spring, I feel like would be a good time. Um, just because I know like this past like winter time, like the cases did go up and like, I'm one of those people who like kind of follows the trends. Like I like see the trends and stuff. So like, I, I feel like cases will probably go back up. Like, during like winter time um just like the flu or you know so I'm just like oh like I don't know like I kind of want to wait to see like what will happen now that everyone has equal so like I was discussing this with my boyfriend I was like I kind of want to wait to like you know officially go out until everyone has equal access to the vaccine and stuff because I feel like it's only fair and it's only right um but I also kind of want to wait for that. Um, but I'm also like one of those people that like lives in the moment. I'm like, I can't let anything like hold me back, you know? So, I mean, that's why I'm still down to go if it does happen in September, but I will not be angry if they push it back another year. Like I will really? be fine. Yes. <laughs> really? Okay. No, that's an interesting take, but I can see why you would feel that way. I think that another thing too is this may just be one of those things that are around forever, like the flu, you know, we might just have to get the COVID vaccine every year. There'll be Tylenol for COVID. Like I, there's a strong possibility that this may just be around forever with the different strains. That's like a whole completely different story. But in terms of you staying up to date with trends, um, I definitely agree with you. Um, I remember like telling somebody, I'm sure that cases are going to go up in the wintertime because that's the trend that we've seen at work. And same thing with COVID, like summertime last year, cases dropped down, everything was a lot better. And then fall, I just remember having to, like, that's when work like got really fucking shitty. And so I could see why you would want to follow a trend because that's um, what healthcare workers, what scientists do, because um, that's how you make predictions and kind of identify patterns of viruses so yeah I mean but then again if the vaccine they say Pfizer has like what 90% efficacy that is a good sign and yeah I also like read somewhere that supposedly it's um, efficient against the strain from Israel and the strain from the UK not so much with the strain from South Africa but I feel like that's a good sign too right yeah Yeah. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to what the future will bring. So I guess we will see, but I mean, I'm, I'm very like go with the flow type of thing and I have a lot of patience. So I'm not like, I'm not like, Oh, like I need to get out there like type of thing. Like I am okay waiting longer because I feel like I feel like it's in the best interest for everyone, not just myself. So, right. And I feel like we have ravers that are, like you said, that are just like, let me in. Like, I need to go. It's been a year. But then there are other ravers on the other side of the spectrum, kind of like you, who are like, well, I'm okay if it gets pushed back because, like, I understand it's like safety. And then you have ravers like me who are kind of in the middle, who are like, whatever happens happen. It's better than the progress that, you know, we've had compared to last year. So yeah, um, this actually reminds me of a raver advice submission that I have. So raver advice, I don't know if you know, basically it's this really cool segment where people get to submit their questions and it's basically about anything, um, not just rave related. It can be like 
uh, relationships, dilemmas, um, anything. But I have this submission and um, if you can, if you could answer it first and then I'll put in my two cents. Okay. So um, this person who wanted to um, remain anonymous asks, I'm not sure how to go to festivals this year. I'm so conflicted with not having any set dates. It's hard to book flights and hotels. What should I do? I'm scared two festivals I want to go to will be on the same weekend. Good question. Because a lot of people have that dilemma. Yeah, so I feel like I have that dilemma too because, I mean, like, what if I book my flight and then it like I have to change it or cancel it? And um, like I'm not sure how lenient some airlines are, but like I know some airlines like won't give you a refund; they'll give you like a credit. So like for me, I choose like my airline wisely first, and then I usually book through Expedia for like hotels and stuff because then I can cancel it if anything changes. So that's what I like to do. Um, but I always will get like flight insurance. If I do feel like a date is going to change, I'll get like flight insurance. I'll pay the extra for that. That way I can change it or like cancel my trip and they'll give me a refund. But I know like I haven't even booked like a flight for Lost Lands yet because I'm still like, um, like, you know, like, is it going to happen? Is it not? So, um, but there was this time where well, the time that I went to Electric Forest with Kendra, it was also EDC weekend. So, like, right after we went to EDC, we went to Electric Forest. So, like, literally the day oh after gosh. EDC, we were already on a plane to go. You guys are <laughs> it's savages. Crazy. I know. I was like, oh, my gosh. I, and, like, the whole time we were, like, on the trip, like, on the shuttle to go to Electric Forest, we were sleeping. And everyone was talking. Like, I could hear them talking about us. They were like, those girls have been passed out for the whole trip. <laughs> Little did and they I know. Like, I know. No, people, we went to EDC. Like, but, yeah. And, like, I did have to plan ahead of time because I knew that we were going to EDC. I had to make sure I got a flight in time for our shuttle. So, yeah, it was it's a lot of planning and I feel like a lot of like booking with certain airlines that are flexible with you. I feel like that's very helpful. So, I mean, I guess that's what my advice would be. What would you say to um, that person? Because I think that they were also really worried about festivals like coming out and being on the same exact weekend. Um, like, for example, for me, I do want to go to Base Canyon. I know that's like usually in August, but I'm conflicted because I know that Electric Forest, like their city council in Rothbury confirmed two weekends in August for Electric Forest. So that's how I was like, oh, like what if it, if they happen on the same weekend and then you, you have that situation where you kind of have to choose. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's hard. Honestly, well, ever since I've been with my boyfriend, it's been easier to choose festivals because like usually we'll go like if we know someone is going or like we know someone that we both want to see is playing. So like that's how we choose, I guess, festivals. Like we either know like someone's going to go that we know or we are going because there's an artist that we have never seen together and we want to experience it together. So I think that's like what helps us decide festivals easier. <laughs> yeah. Well, it it's definitely kinda, has to do with the lineup. I was going to say, it's kind of tricky because a lot of the lineups haven't come out yet too. So that yeah. makes it super stressful because um, I mean, of course, like the lineup is like the first thing that I look at as well. And that's really determines whether or not I go to a festival. But a lot of these, I mean, lots of lineups are dropping, but a lot of them haven't yet. So that makes it super tricky. Um, This person that asks, I don't think you're alone with this situation because I definitely feel like I'm in the same pickle. And I almost feel like I don't think I'm going to go to as many festivals as I usually do this year for sure because of you know having to worry about hotels or flights not being available and I only say that because um for 
last year, Justin and I, my family, we were supposed to go to the Philippines and we already had flights booked through Expedia. And girl, they wanted to give me freaking a, a flight credit, which would expire next month. And shit, it still oh. isn't open next month. You can't even go to the Philippines right now. So there is just like no way that would have even happened. And I just remember because international flights cost a lot. I mean, my, it, I think it was like $2,000 and I was like, I need my refund. Like I need, I need my money yes. back for this. And it wasn't easy. Like I had to type up so many different emails and it was just kind of dumb because it was like, well, the plane's not going to be leaving anyways. The, the plane's not going to take off. Like why yeah. can't I have my money back? Like it was just so messed up and it was stressful. So that's why I kind of feel this person with, you know, being worried about having to book flights and with the hotels, I don't have too much experience with booking like the hotel insurance because I've read up on it because I've wanted to get it just in case I wasn't able to go to a festival pre-COVID. But it said something like they would only be able to give you a full refund or your deposit back if you had like a car accident or some type of health issue or if oh you were goodness. deployed, like if you're in the military and you were called to deploy it and stuff. So that's why I was like, none of this would even really happen to me. I'm more worried about like, uh, like not getting the time off from work or something yeah. like that. So that's why I was always hesitant with getting insurance, but it sounds like you've done it. You've, it legit works. Yeah. It has worked for, for us. So actually when we canceled, I can't remember what I canceled on Expedia. I think it was cause he was supposed to play like some shows and I book it for him because, <laughs> oh, you know, like, smart. yeah, so I'm like, okay, let me just book it for you. I'll get points on my account anyway, <laughs> but I book it for him. And because of COVID had happened and he was on tour. So we had to like cancel all of his shows that he was going to have. And so I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to cancel all the hotels for him and they gave me no problem. So I felt like really lucky, like they didn't charge me or anything. So as long as it's within a certain time frame, then you can cancel it. I think it's up to three days before the actual day that you can cancel it. Mm. So that's pretty good. Um, but that's with Expedia. So I'm not sure with like other, like, I don't know about hotels.com or anything like that, but I know with Expedia, they do give me that, that um, perk, I guess. Right. No, that's good to know. Ah. Uh. God, just hearing you like you talk about that, it like it kind of gives me anxiety and kind of like stresses me out, even though like I don't really have anything planned besides EDC and Electric Forest. But then I'm like, oh yeah, Electric Forest, I should look into that. I should see what's available, but it's so hard without having like confirmation. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we don't have like our rooms booked either for Lost Lands yet. Um, and I know those book fast, <laughs> like they book so freaking fast. Um, but I, I mean, I feel like we'll have a backup plan, so we'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, I try to like stay positive and I try to like just wing it sometimes. And I feel like it works. Like, I mean, last year, it's funny because last year I booked the wrong um, or the last time that last lands happened. <laughs> um, I booked the wrong weekend for a hotel. And so I had to cancel it. And then I tried to book a room, but there was nothing available because it was really the last week <laughs> before uh, Lost Lands. And I was like, what are we going to do? So we had to stay at this, like, I don't even know. It was so run down and oh my gosh, like it was so run down. But I'm like, okay, well, at least we got a room. So <laughs> yeah, didn't you? Okay, because I'm starting to remember this because we hung out a little bit at Lost Lands and I remember you guys, it was the last day, I think it was like Sunday and I remember you guys having to leave early because you guys, were you, were you guys in Cincinnati? You guys were like flying out from a different city yeah, too, right? Yeah, we flew right? out from a different state and we had no idea. Oh my God. But we had a rental car, so, but we still had to like drive. We left Sunday, we had to drive that same night and <laughs> it was rough because I was still like drunk in the car and he was like being safe making sure that I got there and he was like driving me and I was like okay well as long as you treat you drive me I'm okay like <laughs> yes but I was still like like 
when we got on the flight, I was like, oh, I'm hungover now. Like, it was just a rough, it was a rough, rough flight. It was super rough. <laughs> oh, God damn. Well, I just say, you know, like, let's just all take it day by day for sure and kind of go with the flow and just try to be as flexible as we can. I know it's easier said than done for sure, but that's all that we can do right now. And at least live music the possibility of it coming back, like, fuck it, we'll have to adjust as necessary. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But anyways, um, Priscilla, thank you so much for being on here. We definitely have to like get dinner soon and catch up because I think I'm vaccinated by the way. So I don't know if that makes you feel any better. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, So my boyfriend got his first shot. So I need to go get mine still. So I'm going to schedule mine soon. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, um, Priscilla, go ahead and drop your plugs where people can find you. (laughs) Where do I put it? Oh, just, just tell us, tell us where, where, uh, like your Instagram. I don't know if you're on TikTok, Twitter. Well, I use, I use Twitter a lot. (laughs) So my, it's twitter.com slash Priscilla's. And then it's P-R-I-S-K-I-L-L-E-R-S. That's that's my Twitter. Yes. And then I have an Instagram too. And it's the same. It's just three S's at the end. So it's Priscilla Killers. I thought, oh my God, wasn't it Priscilla Kiss at one point? I don't know why that's like still in my head. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what it used to be. (laughs) I think that's when I first met you like years ago. I swear to God, because I do remember the kiss part. I think that was like when you were still like selling rave tickets for, yeah, anyways. Oh, oh my gosh. That oh. brought back memories in my head. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, sorry. We like kind of butchered this, but I'll link down everywhere below where people can find you. Okay. <laughs> Yay. Anyways, Yay. <laughs> thank you so much, Candy Fam, for tuning in. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>